is Brian with the Rockabomb Podcast, and uh, I have on the phone with me today uh, Dan from Plush Gun. Yo. Um, thanks for joining me today, Dan. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then uh, we'll uh, be listening to uh, the song Just Impolite from Plush Gun. Great. So, uh, Dan, can you tell me a little bit about the band? Is it just you? Um, have you been in any previous bands? Sort of like, what's the history of the band, and where are you from? All that. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the most intriguing question about the project, because uh, for a while we weren't really sure what the band was. Um, you know, it really started with just me alone in my bedroom, um, like most good things. And, uh, and for a while, I, I wrote a lot of the songs just in that position. Um, but with no means to form live, I kind of, it didn't matter how much of a web following one of getting if he couldn't actually perform. So, uh, you know, I called some people in and, um, we had a bit of a rotating cast, but now we've got a pretty settled, um, happy threesome going on and that's what we're, that's the band now. So we're going to be going forward with it as a band. Cool. Um, you guys play out live a lot. We, um... You know, we were, we were off and on for a bit. Uh, now we're definitely starting to to uh, get into the touring lifestyle. So uh, we will be playing uh, much more now than we were before as the album, so especially as it starts to wrap up and, you know, I have more time to, to play rather than sit at home and write. Right. I did some, uh, some searches for you guys, and I found, like, one live video. But it was interesting because some of the comments said, who's that guy playing bass? <laughs> Well, that was that was when we were trying to figure out what we'd be doing. Uh, we had like we did have some play bass um, on, you know, for five. We decided now that we're 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 going with just um, you know synth machine, which does a lot of the work. Um, so there's synth, guitar, and drums, and it's uh, pretty streamlined. It's mostly for we're just trying to make it as much of a um, a live experience as possible without taking away the original. Uh, feeling of the music, I suppose. Right. Um, so speaking of, you mentioned um, the record. Are you guys have you guys finished recording your new record, or are you still working on that? You know, I'm, I'm both actually finishing up. I have, I have a couple more days in the studio at the end of this week. So uh, starting Friday to to like about middle of next week, we should be wrapping it up. Um, at least there's, there's, there'll be ten songs on it, um, and that should be coming out in January. Cool. And you have going a, to the mastery studio. And you have an EP out now, right? We have a new what? I'm sorry. You have an EP that's out right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The EP is what uh, Justin Polite is on, and three other songs that will also be on the album. Um, that's right now what we've been, the only thing that we've been able to sell at shows uh, up until January, and that will probably be what, what there is. But there is going to be a, a small single coming out for Dance in my field uh, in November. We're going to be putting that out as well. Cool. I uh, watched watched a video for that on YouTube. Um, really like that song. Um, yeah, I actually edited that my, myself on a iMovie. Nice. It was a really terrible process. <laughs> it was it was hell. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to use iMovie a lot. I'm not a big fan anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense like logically, but you know, it's all I had. Uh, so, can you talk a little bit about your influences? Um, I guess, from my opinion, it sounds like some of your songs uh, kind of sound to me like a mashup of like every really awesome epic pop song from the '80s meets <laughs> like Adam and His Package and the Postal Service. It's like 
it's like it's equal parts rock introspection yeah. and and quirk so can you talk a little bit about i guess like what your influences are well it's funny that you say that in his package um a lot of people do bring up the postal service comparison but i'd say i'm way more closely aligned with Adam and his package um just by personality i actually don't even have um their album so it's kind of funny but um yeah, I'd say my influences essentially are you kind of hit nail on the head there with the 80s uh, new wave scene. Uh, like that stuff that to me has always been a perfect mixture of like just fun music that you can have fun with, but also it has oftentimes a lot of the songs had pretty deep meanings and like rather it was their, despite like their happy tone, somewhat of a dark, um, deeper like, like symbolism to it. And, um, you know, I, I'd say that I sort of draw a lot more from that than than the modern music, um, the modern student scene especially. I, I try to distance myself as far away from that as possible. Cool. Um, when I was uh, doing a little bit of research on uh, the single Just Impolite, uh, led me to the show We Need Girlfriends, which yeah. is a really cool show. I'd never watched it before, and I... Uh, actually ended up watching a few episodes. How did you connect with them, and how is having your song featured, how has that affected uh, the band? Oh, those guys are awesome. Um, you know, Eating Girlfriends is, was an you know, interesting sensation, you know, from uh, Ragtag, and they, uh, I didn't even hear about the show myself um, until they approached me uh, using some of the songs on the show. Um, actually, Steve Sapellis, the writer, was just sent me a MySpace message, he was like, Hey, dude, I like your songs. Can we use them for your show? And I was like, sure, whatever, you know. I was like, that sounds cool. I, need, I could use exposure. And then, like, pretty much one day, I just wake up, and my MySpace had just had, like, 300 new friend requests. And I'm just like, wow, something happened. I find out they put the song in the show. Um, it was it was really huge. They're fans, and their fans um, are the type of draw that we kind of appeal to which sort of was, it was perfect synchronicity, I'd say, uh, as far as like film and music uh, combination. And it was, it was really great. It, it was a huge boost to our, uh, to, to like spreading the hype, I'd say. Cool, that actually is a really good segue into my next question. Um, is I find it interesting how hearing a song in the context of a story um, yeah. can give it a new meaning and, and kind of draw a connection with the listener or viewer. But um, I found though that Sometimes if I uh, like hear a song that's being used in a in a television show or something that I've already personally drawn a connection to, it can be sort mm -hmm. of jarring. And I guess yeah. my next question is, is: as the artist, do you feel any of that? You know, um, I actually I, I think I subconsciously write songs that are are very prone to uh, thinking uh, on serious things. You know, like. The music, like you said, the epic sound of it, it definitely, I definitely could see movie makers using it. Um, so it's kind of like that part, I definitely have to distance myself. It's definitely a matter of this person sees the song this way. I might have intended it that way, but uh, music is one of the most democratic arts in that sense, that really anybody makes what they want out of the song anyways. But I see where you're going with that. And yeah, it definitely kind of be like, it can, it can be an interesting experience when a song is taken out of the context that you initially intended. And I'd say like with, with Justin Polite and the Useful Meaning Girlfriends, they actually did a pretty good job of, of making it make sense um, in the way I intended it, along with 
the, the way that it was used. Right. Cool. Well, I've only got one more question. Um, sure. And it's just I wanted to talk, see if I could ask you to talk a little bit about the ins- instrumentation on Justin Polite. And I guess sure. um, how you're how, talk a little bit about how that song specifically was written and uh, how it was approached when you recorded it. Well, it's kind of um, like all the songs on the album are, are recorded out of my home studio, which is just a computer and a microphone and a keyboard. Um, and it's, 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 we have someone else mix it because the original version that I mixed myself and just not a good mixer. Um, but all we basically, I mean, I basically wrote the song I think, on on a guitar, but it was just kind of, to me, it was interesting on guitar, but I, I, I thought that uh, it had an interesting opportunity to throw in some weird synths in there, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while, and I just got the infrastructure to do it. And so I just basically laid down the guitar tracks and completely overlaid it with, with synth tracks that, you know, from various, a lot of the sounds I used are pretty classic synth sounds. They're, like, pretty reminiscent of the 80s. Nothing too modern, nothing too texturized. Um, like, pretty basic stuff that I think that... Um, I just sort of wanted to orchestrate in a way that sort of uh, brings out that that retro aspect, but also with a a new style, essentially, hopefully, hitting that on the head. Um, Thank you for your time. uh, Oh, thank you so much. um, Yeah, thanks a lot. Cool. Thanks a lot, man. Stay here, touching you, touching you.
watching